Hello, this is Danielle. Hi, hi, Danielle. How are you? I'm so excited. I'm great. (laughs) So excited to have you on. Thank you so much for um, squeezing me into your tight schedule. I know you're moving and having fun. um, (laughs) But, uh, you know, this is Danielle Verzaro, who is my coach, my mentor, and one of my dearest friends. Um, First, you know, me just read off her bio, which is so impressive and very humble because I know there's more to her than just this bio I'm reading. Um, She is a passionate entrepreneur, woman of faith and mom of two, 26 year career in sales, motivational speaker, transformational coach, multiple seven figure earner. That's so amazing. Network marketing professional, number two earner and number one female earner in the company she represents. That's incredible. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about her major accomplishments soon, but first let's talk about her wonderful engagement to first love in high school sweetheart, Scott. Danielle, can you expand on that? I'm so excited to talk about that. Yeah, I mean, for anyone who's been through the heartbreak of divorce, no one goes into uh, marriage to get divorced, but um, was divorced after 15 years, um, married a good man. It just, we weren't able to make it work out. And it's a very sad thing when uh, anyone has to um, start over, especially for the children. But thankful to say today that we are still good friends. And he's actually a contractor on the ho- house I just bought. And we're, we're working really hard together to be um not only good parents, co-parents together, but um, remain friends. And my long <laughs> lost love, <laughs> uh, I met him when I was 14. Go, I was the youngest kid in my freshman class. At the end of freshman year, he, his brother, who was in my class, Matthew, was standing at my locker. It was like the last week of classes in 89. And uh, Scott walked up to Matt and I turned around and heard Scott say hey and I looked at him and I hadn't seen him all year we still don't know how we didn't see each other in the halls all year uh he was a senior I was a freshman for me it was like I couldn't even speak he was so handsome I was like whoa and uh after what it's been 28 it's been 31 years now but 28 years um after that time we reconnected after my divorce uh, it just so happened he was divorced and we were both starting our lives over and we met up and talked and it was like everything but better, uh, you know, just after having so much happen in our lives, all the wisdom, the mistakes and for the, you know, the family. You know, your career and relationships and so he had one heck of a, a ride and so did I before we reconnected and it just made him a better version of himself. And we, uh, we just got engaged. What uh, others. Wow. That's up in, uh, Washington. It was incredible. You complete <laughs> sick at dinner and he went upstairs and, set the terrace up it was awesome it was a fun it was a really fun time I looked at him and I said you lying sack of crap <laughs> <laughs> I my mouth, but I was sick I said you get an Emmy award I, I had no idea 
you were doing this and it was a beautiful night and our family oh, was that, there. It was just awesome. That's, so that's, very, that's very beautiful. excited Scott's for Scott's a wonderful person <laughs> and yeah, Scott's a wonderful person. So are you. And, um, I, I know you are looking for, you know, just the, the man of your life and you truly, you know, like you said, uh, you started with, with the man and you, you, you ended with the man. So, so, and you're moving and you're, you're buying a new house and that's exciting. That's, yes. <laughs> we bought a house. Yeah. We're excited about that. We're very excited about everything, but we're also realizing that every day is precious and, you know, we lost a lot of time together. So we're, trying to live each day to the fullest and not, you know, learn right. to dance in the rain when things don't go right in, in our lives. Like everyone I tell around me when I'm coaching them, you know, when you find the joy in the, in those tough times, if you can find a way to somehow make it a great day, um, despite the things that life throws at you, it does make it a much more fulfilling journey. So I think we're both at that point now where, mm -hmm. you know, you get that mm -hmm. emotional maturity and, you work on yourselves daily and we work on, you know, personal development. So our kids are starting to speak like us and, and we love it. We're like, ah, oh, they're getting, yeah. it. they're getting it a lot yeah. earlier than we got the wisdom, which means they should right. have an easier ride than we did. Right. Cause right. And you're, tough, and we should always be searching for that, always growing and searching, and figure and out how to evolving instead of just being complacent in life. Um, how, can you tell yes. me a little bit about your journey? I know it's been a roller coaster. Um, exactly. but you've been quite successful and just want to say thank you for being my mentor, my personal mentor. And, uh, if you can tell us a little bit about how it started, that would be great. Yeah. So mm -hmm. during my marriage, I was married to a contractor. We opened up a construction company when we first got married, both entrepreneurial. <laughs> He's very blue collar. I was very white collar but the two blended well together. We uh, jumped off the cliff. We opened a construction company. Within a few years, we opened up a gym, which was a franchise. It took a lot of money oh, and a lot wow. of time to open. That became very successful. And at the same time, I was trying to have a baby. <laughs> yeah. And so we, uh, we, you know, did well. And then the 08 crash hit many years later. And uh, when you're self-employed and there's many benefits, many pros to it, but the con is, uh, you know, sometimes you're stuck having to really mm -hmm. figure out how to keep your employees employed and still put your food on the table. It got very difficult after the 08 crash because you, as everyone remembers, I'm sure uh, vividly that uh, things were tough in the, the market. And so people weren't building, people weren't spending money. And we went from money to seven months of not mm. one single house flip, not one single re uh, transaction mm -hmm. for construction and that put us very, very deep in a hole that we couldn't get out of. And, you know, when we look back at life and you figure right. out why things happen the way they did, or you say, wow, if that hadn't happened, I wouldn't have, mm -hmm. led, it wouldn't have led me to brighter things. We look back now and we're grateful for the crash, even though it was horrific. Financial stress is, is, is very tough on the, the, the emotional mm -hmm. uh, person, you know, your emotional um, self, but also on your physical self. And we look back now and go, wow, had that not happened, I wouldn't have ended up in the direct selling network marketing industry. And that was really, we just got in it because our accountant and his wife said, take a look, you guys could mm -hmm. do really well with this new natural products company. And I was like, I have no, nothing left to give. I was working yeah, overtime, wow. trying to make ends yeah. meet. And we were running from the repo guy. We had our house in foreclosure and yeah. it was scary. I mean, for we thought we were good people that just, you know, 
it was just tough. So getting into the industry ended up being serendipitous because now, 10 years later, um, not only is all that 750000 in debt paid off, uh, but, you know, I've been mm. able to build something with the help of fantastic mentors that I glued myself to that were already making millions. I decided, why not me? And, and listen, it wasn't easy. There were lots of ups and downs in those 10 years. But in year eight, uh, it hit for me and uh, our team exploded. And that's how I got into the industry. It just was trial mm. and error. Listen to my mentors copy my mentors, go to every seminar as dead broke as I was (laughs) to learn how to do it right. Read every book as well as cook clean. I'm Italian and Greek cook clean, you know, you know, Mm -hmm. take care of my hair and makeup, make sure the groceries are in the house, all that other stuff I was always doing anyway. So busy people can make it happen for them. I don't care how busy you are. You can make it happen. But I always said to myself, I don't know how it's going to happen, but I know it's going to happen. And then it happened. And now I, now I know the the law of attraction. Now I know the, the, right. the universal laws. Back then, I didn't even know what I was saying, and I didn't know I was calling it in. Right, right. I was, right. I was literally attracting and you, and you talk to about that too. How you attract things that you are very cool. And Danielle, stuff. I love your um, lives and videos um, about you know helping women, help, helping men, you know transform them themselves and um, being the uh, the better person that they end, uh, it can be or um, seeing the, uh, the better version of themselves, becoming the better version of themselves. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Because I know, you know, with the, all the, um, the achievements that you've had, I know you as a heartfelt, under, understanding, caring person that truly wants to transform people. So can you tell us a little bit about, you know, those videos that you've made and what you've seen with these people? Mm. Yeah. So uh, when I was mm, early, early on married, I think I was maybe 31 ish, 32. So I got married at 30. So a couple of years into my marriage, I met a woman um, and it's funny, I, I had the beautiful home. I had the handsome, you know, husband who mm-hmm. was uh, a good man. And I had all, uh, you know, the, the new baby coming plus a daughter that we had. And, and you would think like this was such a fairy tale. People would say, oh, amazing, you know, that you came from nothing and look mm. what happened. And a couple of years in a marriage, I was extremely unhappy and I couldn't figure it out. Fast forward, mm-hmm. just, you know, God knew that I needed this woman in my life. They say when, you know, you're ready, the teacher will appear. Mm-hmm. I was introduced to a woman through a, co- a client of mine in my beauty business. She goes, you have to meet my sister. She goes, she can help you because she was a good friend. And I was just confiding, confiding in her how unfulfilled I was, how lonely I was, how sad I was, how I thought right. this marriage was going to do X, Y, and Z for me, which is a mistake in and of itself yeah, to expect sure. to change someone or to have something give you what you need to give yourself. But again, I didn't know back then and uh, what I know now. And so, you know, she, I met this woman and she was a pastor, but she also had a story that would wreck you. She told me her entire story and it was a three hour appointment in her beautiful home in Brantford, Connecticut. And I sat there on her couch, mm-hmm. a complete stranger, but felt like I knew her for decades. She was like a, like an instant mom figure to me. And at the end, she looked at me and she said, now tell me your story. Mm-hmm. And it was the first time, Ro, 
in my entire life that someone had listened to what I went through as a child, mm. the, the pain, the um, abusive household, the, the, my dad being a raging alcoholic and uh, mom being a single mom working mm-hmm. three jobs mm-hmm. and never home and me having to raise my sister. So I'm telling her all this and she's just listening. It was amazing. And at the end she said, go home mm. and you're going to see me every week and you're going to heal mm. from the trauma from the date rape at 16 from all the things I had stuffed down and ignored for years. And she said, you're going to forgive. You're going to learn all the principles of how to live your life better. She goes, you're never going to probably get an, I'm sorry from these people, but you're going to feel so much better. And she was Mm -hmm. right. And that was the start of my personal Mm -hmm. development journey. I've been Mm -hmm. on it now for what? 13, mm-hmm. 14 years, I've become an, a transformed human being right. just because of learning how to think right, how to speak right, that I'm the master of the ship and that life isn't happening to me, mm-hmm. right. that I'm designing it. Right. I never thought any right. of that was anything right. but truly like a joke. You right. know, I hear that and go, come on. But it's Yeah, true. and you know what? I think, <laughs> it's so um, true. We Danielle, have so much we've power. talked, you know, we just have to tap um, into it before about how, and, and I, I had an interview with Kimberly Olson. We talked about, um, do you see me? And this lady, because she saw you, she saw your heart and soul. Yeah. That's what, tell me, that's what transformed you. What, what happened when she, she mm-hmm. actually, someone actually saw you. Yes. Okay. She she validated me. She saw me. She validated everything that had been invalidated, you know, and I've learned just recently to be an active listener and not a dismissive listener. And I realized when I looked at the list, because I'm very humble about the fact that I have a long way to go, but man, I am not who I used to be. And I celebrate that every day. However, there's plenty of work to do. And there, I will always be a work in progress. I just, I want to do better daily and I want to excel at things, not be perfect. There's no perfection, but you can excel and you can become a better human being. And the more you become better, it really is wild how everyone around you seems to be better. And it's because you're creating that, that, you know, that, that field of just mm-hmm. power and energy and excitement and love. And you're calling, you're harnessing all of it. Um, but again, I knew nothing about energy. I didn't know about that. We, you know, that we can create an atmosphere around us just with our negative thoughts or negative, this our traumas or woundedness. And so, you know, just to, just to be now in a place where I'm hungry to learn that is, is, is really powerful. I'm hungry to figure out what I need to do better. And, listening is super important. She validated me. She told me that everything that happened to me wasn't okay, but that it was my choice to move forward and be a mature adult and figure out a way to live happily with joy. And she said, and that is your choice. And I looked at her and I was angry. I was like, you don't understand. These people need to say sorry for all of this stuff they did to me and my sister. And she Mm -hmm. said, no, you need to forgive them regardless. And the power of forgiveness literally is, it's incredible. And so again, it's one step at a time. You never, you're not going to heal overnight. It, I can, I feel like it's like the analogy I use is like, it's an onion. You peel away the first layers. Then all of a sudden you realize there's another thing that comes up or another memory or another something that you need to work on. And the beauty is, is you don't get it all at once. You, you can only handle so much at once. So it's a process of reinventing yourself and becoming who you were designed to be before all of that junk, you know, and and trauma or woundedness or painful experiences um, molded you. And last but not least on that thought, Mm -hmm. because this is important. I met a woman recently who I've been uh, doing EFT EFT therapy with 
And she mm, said to me, Jenny, I want wow. you to embrace it all. And I was like, what? She was, I want you to embrace the rape. I want you to embrace the, the pain and suffering. And I said, what do you mean embrace it? She goes, I want you to be happy for it. I said, happy wow. for it. She goes, I want you to be happy that it happened to you. And I said, I'm sorry, I don't understand. <laughs> like, And I really didn't get it. And now I do. Because what she says was, what hit me, she said was, when you accept mm-hmm. that it's who does it does it literally created who you because you're a powerhouse it's who you are today and who you are today is because of those experiences and if you don't embrace those and make peace with those experiences and stop wishing they never happen you're never going to become the next level of who you are she goes you're who you are today you're powerful because of what you went through and instead of looking at it as wow. negative remember that it shaped you and i'm like Okay. And that was the day I was able to make peace. I went home. I'll never forget driving home and my, my, the lightness I felt on my chest. And since then, that was only Mm -hmm. a few years ago. I realized she's right. That stuff had to happen as painful as it was in order for me to get to where I am today. And if I didn't go through that, Hey, listen, if life is really easy, first of all, it's no fun, Mm -hmm. but where, where's the, where's the joy in, if you haven't had any type of pain or bitterness or suffering. So really (laughs) powerful thing for me to learn. And I I now have that on a coffee mug. Embrace embrace the tough times because this will free you. Correct. (laughs) It's another, yeah. It, it be, it helps shape you into a, just a better human being. Mm -hmm. And, And don't get me wrong. There were, when I was younger, I let it shape me into a person who was defensive and, and, and unable to connect with people closely and always be trying to protect myself. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, is once you mm-hmm. embrace it and say that, that I've allowed that to be, I've allowed myself right. to be at peace with it. I've looked at my part in that, meaning what is, what do you own? What's your ownership and why something went wrong? And then when you go do the work to become a better mm-hmm. person, now you can look back at that experience and go, but I came out better, but I can't, I say the same thing about this quarantine. Mm-hmm. I, I kept saying out loud in the house, we're coming out of the quarantine better than we came in. And we are, we're better now than when we went right. in because we decided to work on right. all of ourselves while we were all, you know, stuck in a house with <laughs> tons of kids and, <laughs> and, and pets. And, and I just decided one day we're either going to be miserable or we're going to really make, and That's we all beautiful. started working out as a family. We started going on five mile walks. We started going mm-hmm. to the gym together in the house and we realized family dinners. You know what? We can be sad and upset yeah. or we can make it great. And actually yeah, it's now making lemons on a lemonade, you know, I have one last question for you because I'm going to respect your time. I know you're, yes. you're, uh, yeah. you're working so hard to get into this house and packing and unpacking. Okay. Um, one more wonderful question. What do you want the world to know about you? <laughs> That I am just like them, that 99.9% of us did not grow up with anything extra, that we, that we all start with disadvantages and the inability sometimes to, you know, start out with mm. all the, the money and the success in the world. And I'm just a girl who went for it. And I tell people, you know, just go for it. It's the most courageous thing that I've ever done. And it was courage that it took courage to move on from that mm-hmm. marriage in order to save myself and find myself again. I have to tell mm-hmm. you, it's a very broken mm-hmm. human being at that time, but the courage it takes, be courageous, step out, don't stay stuck. Cause I can tell you now all the work that I had to do to be, sure. to be 
you know, as fearless as possible. I still cried myself to sleep. I still didn't know how I was going to make it, but I, I really did dig deep and every one of us has unlimited potential, but we have to, we have to step out in courage because fear will keep you, will hold you back from living such a great life. My kids are always saying, live your best life. You can't live your best life if you're constantly putting others first and not also putting yourself and your emotional well-being first. And when I decided to finally put my emotional well-being first and go out and live my life and start over, it was scary, but man, was it a great payoff. And I will be forever grateful that I took something painful and pushed through it. So just for me, it's know that I'm just like you. I'm just a little bit further down the path than some of you. And some of you are way ahead of me and I'm, I'm trying to catch up. We're all in it, you know, together. And we just have to, you know, embrace what's happening in our lives and be proud of ourselves as we do better for ourselves and for the kids and for our grandkids and our friends and family. And life is not perfect, but man, it can be a lot better when you put your, not only your well-being first, but you start to really work on your inner self because when you get better, everything around you gets better. And it just, it's just such a blessing. And I'm very, very grateful for you, Ro, for, Okay, you're making me cry. It's an awesome place you to just be. Said was, really I'm is. just a girl who went for it. <laughs> that is that I will take to my heart and my soul for the rest of my life. And I will actually share that mm-hmm. with other people because that is <laughs> it, it's just so, so touching. Um, so on that, I'm going to um, say thank you so much, Danielle. Um, I'm going to share your links and, and how to reach you because I know you've inspired so many people, um, in this interview. So thank you. My blessings to your family, Scott, Lorenzo, everybody. And I love you. You know that. And, um, I hopefully you'll come back for another, um, episode. Thank you. All right, honey. See you soon and talk to you soon. Would love to. I love you too. Thank you so much.